0: Good morning, everybody. I hope you're ready for your daily crypto news. It is Friday, July 28th, 2023. My name is Matt Diemer. And before we get started, please do me a favor. Go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Click those five stars. Leave us a comment. And if you want to email me for anything, please email me at bookings at todayandweb 3com And one more announcement before we get started. Stick around until the second half of this podcast because we have a new weekly segment, Asia Focus, where we focus on Asian crypto news i'm excited let's get into those headlines there's a new bridge between shib and ethereum and this is going to be the shib based layer 2 blockchain shibarium and it's live for public testing it's going to allow users for transfer tokens between the two networks and you can do this by using Testnet eth each transfer is expected to take a maximum of 30 minutes which is not that fast but i assume they're trying to get that down if you want to get in on the pool Of how long do you think until this is hacked and how much money they're going to lose? Email me, bookings at todayweb3.com. You know I'm not a fan of bridges. I'm going to give it 90 days after mainnet launch for $50 million. I'll put $20 of stablecoin on it. Email me if you want to get in the pool. Oh, Georgie Santos. Well, you guys know George Santos. He's a representative from Long Island, New York, and he's a first-term member of the House of Representatives. Well, you know, he's under indictment for $13 felonies including allegedly embezzling contributions from supporters fraudulently collecting unemployment checks and lying in his house disclosures his house disclosures meaning his financial disclosures if you run for congress you have to tell everybody about all your money and all of your hodlings and your assets and so on and so forth Uh, allegedly he lied about that but did you know he was also a nigerian prince well not really he was actually representing a polish prince but anyway just give me a second According to a campaign donor, Santos and two other people approached him claiming that there was a wealthy Polish citizen who wanted to buy cryptocurrency but couldn't because their assets were frozen, and they wanted the donor to create an LLC to help them gain access to the funds. Santos and associates then asked the donor to sign a, a non-disclosure agreement, and then when the donor asked for changes to the agreement, the talks ended there. The moral of the story is, don't fall for Nigerian Prince Schemes. Optimism has surpassed its rival, Arbitrum, in the amount of daily transactions for the first time in six months. The score is now, Optimism, 844,290 transactions compared to Arbitrum's total, 630,534 transactions. You're probably asking, why? Well, it can be attributed to the release of WorldCoin. WorldCoin now has more than 250,000 HODLers. And that's following an airdrop that rewarded users for having their eyes scanned at select locations around the world. Nothing dystopian about that. Moving over to Ukraine, Ukraine has racked up around $225 million worth of donations in cryptocurrencies alone. That's just a small part of the billions of dollars that Ukraine has raised in fiat, but the crypto contributions have helped in buying ammunition, medical equipment, and other crucial supplies. The monthly donations however have stagnated since late 2022, never raising more than around 10 million dollars a day. The number one month for crypto donations was March of 2022, reaching almost 100 million dollars, and then it rapidly declined since then. Now I know you're wondering what cryptos were they donating? Well, 83 million came in USDT, 79 million came in ETH, 41 million in Bitcoin, Polkadot accounts for 8 million, 7 million in BUSD and 7 million And all the others. In these modern times, people are more and more alone, and less people are finding a significant other. Well now, thanks to Andreessen Horowitz, you can dust off your Dusty Johnson and you can build your own AI girlfriend. Andreessen Horowitz just uploaded a tutorial to GitHub outlining how to create a customizable AI companion with configurable personalities and backstories. You can guide your companion towards the ideal ideal use case with the backstory you write and the model you choose. And reason horror added a new character named Evelyn with a rousing backstory. She's described as a remarkable and adventurous woman who embarked on a captivating journey that led her through the vibrant worlds of the circus, the aquarium, and even a space station. Reaches for lotion and tissue. This is hot, isn't it? Along with Evelyn, if Evelyn isn't your cup of tea, you can choose among other pre-made personalities like Sassy Alex, the posh writer Sebastian, or even the corgi space dog. And if there's nothing to your liking in the pre-made personalities, you can simply create your own BFF from scratch. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. And mocha Brands, they just plunged $30 million into a crypto, in air quotes, super app called Hi. And what is Hi, you might be asking? Well, Hi is a crypto and fiat financial app, and they announced that they have just launched the world's first debit card featuring NFT avatar customization powered by MasterCard. And eligible card holders will be able to personalize the face of their card with an NFT avatar they verifiably own. And then you can use that debit card at more than 90 million locations worldwide where MasterCard is accepted. Not only do the NFT cards look amazing, says the co-founder of HI, this is a great way for people to show which online community they belong to, but in the real world. The flexibility to spend fiat, stablecoins, and other crypto combined with the attractive financial and lifestyle rewards makes us confident that our card is a game changer in the market. I don't know why I'm so damn cynical today, but I'm going to bet against this. (laughs) Anybody else want to take that bet as well? I have two bets going on in this podcast alone. Email me, bookings at todayinweb3.com. Now for our new section, Asia Focus with Sarah.
1: Thank you, Matthew. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Asia Focus, a weekly section of Daily Crypto News. My name is Sarah, a.k.a. JK Remote. Asia Focus is a pilot episode for Daily Crypto News focused on delivering what's going on in the Asian crypto scene. Now. Let's dive right in. I brought a long awaited rise of Japanese blockchain scene. A lot of reports are coming in from JBW, the Japanese Blockchain Week, WebEx, the Asia's leading Web3 conference, saying that these events were a huge success. For example, JBW ended up having more than 30,000 attendees, including their official and associated events overall. This is way over than very popular blockchain conferences, such as ETH India, Token 2049, etc. This trend didn't just come out of nowhere. In fact, Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida even strongly mentioned, quote unquote, Web3 is a part of the new form of capitalism, emphasizing the government's potential commitment to the development of Web3. And it seems like this news got Binance excited too. As we all know, Japan has a quite solid system for market leaders the regulations, the enlightened audience, most importantly, the money. So it's exciting to see how big impact this is going to make in the crypto industry. Moving on, I'd like to share an article recently written by a crypto influencer, Ignis, the DeFi researcher. I will link his article in the show note. But in summary, he shares a great insight on how Korean works in the crypto market, but not in DeFi market. Right, not in DeFi market. That's why we see a lot of news about price pumping Korean centralized exchanges, but not about innovative DeFi protocols founded by Korean guys. Korea definitely became one of the markets that people want to go to, to expand their Asian presence. Even though there is no legal grounds to invest in crypto and there is a widespread allergy to foreign contents in general, but DeFi has a long way to go in Korea. Essentially, throughout this article, he suggests these three main reasons. Existing structure of banking and financial products, language barrier, and complex nature of DeFi. As a Korean, I think he got some undeniably correct analysis on Korean. How is it in your country with DeFi? Is it just a story of one country in the Far East or overall problem in DeFi? Let us know what you think. All right, let's talk about China. Did you know that the new Digital Yuan app, the eCNY app, has been used since September 2022? We knew CBDC was a thing, but wow, it's already live. At the end of June, the transaction using the Digital Yuan hit 1.8 trillion yuan, approximately 249 billion dollars. Yes, I know it sounds a lot, but it's actually only 0.16% of China's M0 money supply or cash in circulation. Still, with this kind of support and drive from the government, we could easily imagine we will see the cashless China very soon. And yet, there is more to it than just digitizing cash. According to a TechCrunch article, quote unquote, the central bank regulator made it clear that digital yuan isn't meant to compete with the two payment giants. Rather, it's supposed to play a complementary role. The point here is that the minimum requirement for central digital currency is identity verification. Talking about revealing your identity is already very far away from the idea of cryptocurrency. Of course, there is always a huge spectrum in digital money or currency, but the central bank digital currency, the CBDC, like ECNY, lies on the completely different scale of category for money, not at all related to cryptocurrency. But I think this will threaten the positioning of cryptocurrency in some ways. So it's worth keeping track of how CBDC will turn out and even influence how the regulations will be around cryptocurrency in the near future. All right, that's all for today for Asia Focus. Back to you, Matt.
0: Again, we're trying something new. Please do me a favor. Tell us what you think. Bookings at todayinweb 3com Now let's get into those crypto prices. Here we go, money talks. And the time is 10:40 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the fear greed index sitting at 51, neutral. Bitcoin's in at $29,457, up 0.2% in 24. Ethereum's at $1,878, up 0.4% in 24. Tether's number 3. XRP is number 4 at 71.4 cents, pretty much even. And BNB is number 5 at 242, up 0.5%. Rounding off the top 10, we have USDC, Cardano, Doze, Solana, and Tron. The total market cap is sitting at $1.19 trillion, up a little bit, like 0.1%. We have a BTC dominance of 48.2 and an ETH dominance of 19.1. And that was our show today. I hope that everybody has a great weekend and go guards. Until Monday, happy hodling, everyone.